Money is a very important element to running a business. Many entrepreneurs spend a lot of time trying to find funding, and they're not always successful. If you know that you're an entrepreneur that is always running around looking for funding and getting rejected, or perhaps you are planning to expand your business but funds are limited, you are at the right place today, and you might just want to lend us your ear for a few minutes because today we have Gary Palmer, CEO of Paragon Lending, to speak to us about being better prepared for when you are looking for funding. Paragon is a private lending company that specializes providing all debt solutions for companies or individuals. Hi, Gary. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much. So what keeps SMEs in mode of panic when it comes to looking for funding? Well, I think the starting point is a lot of the SMEs are by nature entrepreneurs. So they're particularly good at product, understanding their product and their market, but uh, often forget about how you finance the business going forward. So a lot of these SMEs are intimidated when, when it comes to funding. They believe, and, and correctly so, it actually is a specialist skill in looking for funding. One is where do you go? And then once you've arrived, you know, what do you ask for? So it is an intimidating experience, but if you can get the funding right from the beginning as an SME, it will be critical to the success of your business. And how do you go about building a relationship with funders? I think the starting point is to know that there are a lot of funders out in, in, in South Africa. People are under the misconception that unless you're dealing with the big four banks, maybe some smaller lenders, then you've got no chance of obtaining funding. So the, I'd say the starting point is just the knowledge of the fact that South Africa has got a huge number of lenders, being the big banks, the small banks, asset managers, uh, DFIs, uh, private lenders as well. So there's no shortage of funding in South Africa. I mean, you know, in terms of the introduction of, which we'll speak about later, fintech companies as well, a huge emergence of fintech companies. So there's no shortage of funds available to the SME market. And how does a business or an entrepreneur basically set their long and short-term goals when it comes to funding? The starting point is, where do you go to obtain the funding? There are specialists in the market that are originators as well. So either they like Paragon, we provide funding ourselves, but if it doesn't fit in our market, you know, we've got access to about 115 lenders in South Africa. So people approach us. We've got the skills to understand the deal, potentially create the business models and go into the market to raise the funding for them. So you know, the SMEs mustn't feel the pressure of feeling that they need to know all of this information themselves in terms of business models and where to go. There are specialists in the market. So I think the starting point is to identify who the players in the market and who can assist them. Even some their accountants, their auditors, maybe some attorneys, family friends, is to ask around for people's experience and eventually they'll, they'll find maybe the, the, the right funding partner in the market or an originator who will help them you know, assess who the right lenders are. In terms of short-term and long-term goals. I think when you're an SME and you're starting out, obviously there's the survival mode. Like a lot of businesses, unfortunately, don't succeed. If you look at the five main reasons for failure of SMEs, you know, on top of the list is the incorrect funding. You know, they don't have the funding or the wrong funding for them. So uh, that's assuming that they've identified the market and the market wants their product. That's the number one, actually. Number two is the funding. So they need to, from the beginning sit down with somebody who can assist them with building a one-year projection. If they're a new business, you know, one-year projection, and that can expand to a almost a five-year business model. And you can assess in that what type of funding is required because there's nothing better that if you're a funder and somebody approaches you, they actually know what they're looking for. 
as opposed to they're a little bit unclear what they're looking for. To, to spend time with a specialist, either an accountant or banker, you know, somebody to assist them with the, the, the modeling of their business and their forecast and their working capital requirements is critical. And how would you advise them to actually keep their books attractive so they may be able to receive funding? It's critical. I mean, besides for their own business, you know, to have monthly accounts that are up to date. You know, I've seen businesses approach us and they're, and they're a year out of date with their financial statements. Now, nobody can really help them, you know, with that, especially, I would say, about five, six years ago when it was really only the banks that were playing in this market. Unless your financials were up to date, nobody could, could help you. Things have changed slightly in the respect of the emergence of a lot of these fintech lenders in the markets. I mean, at present, uh, after, you know, I did a bit of reading, there's, you know, I think 28 fintech lending companies in South Africa, which nine focus on SMEs. Now, the, the, the model has completely been flipped on its head, whereby a lot of SMEs, you know, I'm talking about it in the main streets, you've got line shops and, you know, cafes, and how, how do they get funding? You know, the model has changed whereby a lot of these fintech companies are actually just looking at their turnover, their credit card swaps. Um, they're actually not looking necessarily at their detailed financial statements. And this is quite new. So I, I would say that just to be good governance in the business, one should always to understand exactly where you are in the business. You need up-to-date financial statements. You also must ensure, and this is critical, is that the, the tax, you know, people paying their tax on time. SARS, I've heard too many sort of stories where they're behind in their tax and then there's no, there's no way of, of getting funding. No, you can't get bridging funding. The banks are not going to lend to you. And so, you know, people sort of ignore the, the tax component. And considering South Africa specifically, SARS have been battling to, you know, hit their targets. You know, they've become a lot more, SARS have become a lot more proactive in trying to make sure they're collecting tax. And they're going to start as well with, with the SMEs. So it's critical that the financial statements are up to date. Gary, would you say that it's a conducive, basically, for an entrepreneur to keep going to the same lender as a way of reducing their rates? Definitely not. I think it's a risk, you know, again, in the old days, you used to have a bank manager and you relied on that one bank manager to take care of all of your affairs. You know, the lending landscape in South Africa has become exceptionally competitive, even among the banks. But I'm just talking about the new banks that have, are coming on the scene now, there are also a lot of non-bank lenders in the market, a lot. And now what you're going to find, probably this year and going forward, especially when it comes to SMEs, there's a, a term called uh, sort of impact funding. Now, I would say the last three years has been dominated by, you know, the word fintech. And I think going forward, you're still going to have fintech, but you're going to have impact funding being spoken about a lot. Impact funding is those funds that are either coming into South Africa specifically to support entrepreneurs and SMEs. And I believe that banks now and sort of other lenders are under pressure to to focus on the SME market. So that's good news for SMEs, that that there's no shortage of funding. If anything, there's a lot of pressure for banks and overseas players to come in and fund SMEs. So there's a lot of money around. I wouldn't suggest that one only deals with their bank, one bank, because one in order that there's so much competition around, I believe you can do better in terms of pricing. I mean, when we go out raising funding for clients, sometimes we run a closed tender process with all the institutions to make sure we're getting the best deal. I would open it up to a few lenders. I think you're also de-risking yourself that if one lender has a change of appetite or attitude towards a specific sector, that, well, you know, you're not collateral damage. Now, if you've got relationships with 
a few lenders in the market uh, can only be to the entrepreneur's benefit. So would you not say that then they're putting themselves at risk of overexposing themselves? The important thing is one has to look at the overall debt position because if you owe a million rand to one bank or you owe 500,000 rand to two banks, you have to look at your overall position of your business. How much can you sustain in terms of debt? So I would look at whether it's one bank or you spread it among four banks. I would just have a look at the consolidated picture and saying if I owe a million rand in total, perhaps I'm overexposed to all the, the, the banks and all the lenders. So I, I would not concentrate on how, many, how much money I owe one particular bank necessarily, but I'll have a look at my assets, I'll have a look at my liabilities, and most important, I'll have a look at my cash flow going forward to make sure that I can service the debt. And that's a critical exercise because now when you're raising money, the banks or other funders are going to say, can you service the debt? You know, when you're entrepreneur, you run an SME, often there's no security. So you have to really rely on your cash flow. And you've got to see how much gearing or debt can I get? How much income is coming in to service that particular debt? So that's a very important area to focus on because you don't want to, the minute you go into arrears and it affects your credit scoring, it's going to affect, you know, all the banks that are lending to you. And what are the five main tips that you would give to an entrepreneur looking for financing? The starting point is, is surety slash guarantees. South Africa, you know, we all sign, we borrow money and we sign surety. I think the term surety is, is, is gone and now it's a, a guarantee. So you are on the hook. So if you are borrowing money from any, whether it's a non-bank lender, a bank lender, you're, you're signing personal guarantee. But if the business does not succeed, technically you are personally on the hook. So it's very important when people are borrowing money to read through that guarantee document and understand what that means. So that's sort of my tip number one. Number two is always look for hidden fees and costs and early settlement fees, etc. Because when you're an SME, you're focusing on your business. The, the ability, that the capital raising side is a different skill. So you'll, somebody will come across, I mean, I had a, a client a while ago and I was going through their financials and uh, said, no, it's quite cheap in terms of borrowed money from this one non-bank lender. And I said to them, what effective rate are you paying? didn't really understand what I was saying. Then we were, I'm only paying, call it 20,000 rand a month or 30,000 a month. But when I ran the numbers, you know, the effective rate of interest was 50% a year. Some of them phrase it differently with raising fees and some of them got hidden fees and costs. So that's tip number two is when you're getting these term sheets from the, the lenders, make sure you understand what the effective rate is that you're paying. So tip number three, always just ensure that you are borrowing money from a credible source. So a lot of these fintech companies and non-bank lenders, et cetera, a lot of people haven't heard of them. You just gotta make sure that whoever you're borrowing from, you understand how they operate, what is their history, and most importantly, where they get their money from. I think if you're borrowing from places where they've got an aggressive style of collection or you haven't heard from them, you need to be borrowing money from reputable players. Especially the way it's working at the moment in South Africa with the emergence of fintech, I would really ensure that ask the SMEs and entrepreneurs to ensure that their credit status is always good. Because banks have always lent in a certain way, now with the fintechs lending in a different way, the common fact among both of them is that they do credit checks on all the clients, and they're going deeper and deeper now, considering that we're in a recession in South Africa and there are a lot more bad debts. The banks can do, look at your, even your, believe it or not, your social media, the Google checks, the Facebook, and then do the credit checks 
and there's going to be a deep dive in terms of the individuals behind the deals. The last point is just make sure the tax is up to date. You know, a lot of people don't worry about tax, especially in the SME market, and often get told, oh, this is one set of financial statements for you, and I've got another set of financial statements for the tax man. That can't happen. That was Gary Palmer, CEO of Paragon.